Well, this morning I wanted to talk about a very practical thing about the life uh, in the believer or uh, that, that we need to know how to do and what it is uh, in the life of faith. And it's called what it means to strengthen someone's hand in the Lord, or maybe even strengthening your own hand in the Lord. I'm going to read a passage of scripture from 1 Samuel chapter 23. What's happening is... Um, Jonathan, this very, very good friend of David, uh, who eventually would become king. David's not king yet. Um, Jonathan decides to go find David somewhere in the wilderness. He had no GPS tracking or find my iPhone. Jonathan just had to go find him and strengthen his hand in the Lord. That was the purpose of his journey. So um, let me read this particular passage of scripture and then we'll pick apart three little things from it. And that I think is meaningful to the life of the believer today. It says, Then Jonathan, this is verse 16 and 17 in chapter 23. Then Jonathan, King Saul's son, arose and went to David in the woods and strengthened his hand in God. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Even my father Saul knows that. Well, let's look at the three little things that actually happens um, during that passage of Scripture, what Jonathan did. Firstly, he arose. It says, then Jonathan, Saul's son, arose. So it's encouraging me and it should encourage us to rise up out of our own head and our own circumstances sometimes and look beyond ourselves and beyond our own things and our own worries. Arise and decisively Go somewhere. Go somewhere to somebody. But it, we have to arise. Secondly, he went. So he arose, then he went. Uh, we need some intentional goings in our lives. Does that make sense? Um, some things we do that is not accidental. To intentionally phone a friend. To intentionally go and meet somebody, visit somebody. There's an arising and there's an actual going that has to happen. And then he strengthened. You see, the, the arising and the going has to precede the strengthening. He helped David get a good grip on things. If you wondered, what does it mean to strengthen somebody's hand in the Lord? It means to help somebody get a good grip on what God has given them. Do you feel like sometimes you've lost grip on what God has given you? Maybe your gift or a talent God gave you. Maybe you've lost grip on, grip on leading something well or worshiping well. Or maybe you've lost grip on some of your resources, uh, managing in a, in a godly way. And strengthening our hands in the Lord is actually trying to strengthen our grip uh, in the things that God has given us for this life. So we've got to arise, we've got to go, and then we've got to strengthen somebody else's hand, and sometimes even our own. Um, God promises, uh, so, so what actually strengthening somebody's hand in the Lord means is actually to strengthen their grip on God's promises over their life. So maybe you need some strengthening of your own grip, or you know somebody who needs strengthening. You are Jonathan, and you know a David who's maybe in the wilderness at the moment, and you need to go strengthen their hand in the Lord. What does that mean? It means that you help them get a good grip on God's promises in their life. It helps them 
get a good grip onto their identity, firstly, as sons and daughters. It helps them get a good grip on their hope that they have in Christ in the present. And thirdly, it helps them get a good grip in their future inheritance of joy. So those are the three things that it means to actually help strengthen somebody's hand in the Lord, is that we remind them and tell them, you are a child of God. God loves you. That's strengthening somebody's hand in the Lord. Do you know that? Secondly, it means that you strengthen their hope in their current situation and help them hope in Christ by telling them Christ is their redeemer. A solution is on the way. God already knows the outcome. All those sorts of things. Comfort somebody in the present. And thirdly, it is to strengthen their hand in the, f- in the future inheritance of joy that will be theirs. For people to persevere because joy comes in the morning. Well, um, I hope that encourages you. And I'm about to sing a song called There's Something About That Name. I sang it quite a couple of weeks ago. And I'm feeling led to sing it again. Um, because, to be honest, the greatest Jonathan who has ever, ever lived is Jesus Christ. The greatest Jonathan who's ever lived was Jesus. You see, he paid with his death in full in order to seal God's grip on us forever. Forever strengthening our hands, as it were, in God. So not only is he the Jonathan that comes to find us in the wilderness and he gave his life to be able for our hands to be strengthened in his father. This song is called, There's Something About That Name. Forever, there is 
something about that name. There is still no other name. You still have the power to save. You can empty any grave forever. Jesus is your name. There is still no other name. You still have the power to say. You can Jesus, we put our trust in the power of your name, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So we put our trust in your spirit at work in the world and in and through us. Father, I pray that you would teach us how to be a Jonathan to others by strengthening their hand and strengthening their grip on your promises over them, their identities as children of God. And Father, to, for them to have their hope in you and you alone. And Lord, we also pray that you teach us to encourage ourselves in you, to put our relationship with you as our primary, to seek you in the quiet place and to find moments of prayer and worship with you as our Lord and our Savior, our King and our friend. Father, thank you that we know that you have overcome the world and that we are more than conquerors in and through you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.